coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Shout out to our favorite cousin, Troy. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> hey, your shit be looking experience. nice, boy. Like, they don't make TV like that because TV's trash and Charlemagne is a reason. So, you know, all of us have been in or are in relationships. <laughs> have uh, been in or are in. That's the uh, fact. Relationships. And there's different phases when you know your relationship is doing good. Okay. One phase of what we call the fruit cup stage. Fruit cup. Fruit cup uh, stage is she got you with the fruit. Mm. Now she don't want nobody else to have you. Now she giving you grits so you can get a little thicker real quick. And ain't nobody else going to want you. And you're going to be too tired to go out. You about to prove my alliance theory. So clean living is I ain't doing shit but grinding and loving you. Do it make you want to be in a relationship? Being in a relationship Dang. don't make me want to be in a relationship. <laughs> talk that talk, goddamn. Talk that talk, you. Talk that talk. Shit, I gotta have it, goddamn. <laughs> we so, drove around for hours looking for food at what, two o'clock in the morning. What they list crawler looking like out there? <laughs> Everybody wants to be a part of what's popular. Um, having a podcast is not easy, but it's easy in a sense. So. Gotta get up and slap that nigga. Yeah, yeah. See that? Q, what type of shooter are you? Y'all remember that little gun off Harlem Night? Nigga, stop shooting that little thing! Shot, motherfucker! What the hell you think you're doing with that little shit? He did the boss up conference. Network. Network. Strategy and motivation. Buzzwords. <laughs> That's what's on the website. Putting him in a skinny suit for twenty five thousand. Nah, 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 don't hit on. Take that up because um, I was on the uh, <laughs> swipe up, swipe up. We need to work some more together. I'm for it. Um, uh, I need some PR. Uh, <laughs> No, he I, charged I charged her. You charged Karen? Yeah. This is well, charged Karen. Her, her manager. So I I did some videography for one of her. Oh, oh. Yeah. she didn't pay? No. Oh, oh, shit. Justin. Oh. Karen, pay my nigga. Pay my nigga. Pay my nigga. Need that check. <laughs> Karen, How long see. ago was it? The statute of limitations. Nah, it was, about, it was about four years ago. The name of the I episode. Karen so Omar 2. Ready? Born ready. I've been working on my body. You ever seen a nigga hit Pilates? It's Wednesday. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all know the vibes. Move Damn, son, where'd you find this? New music. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, 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 I have ever recorded. I said it every time, and I mean it every single time. Now that boy done did all that work on their marketing. Y'all about to show Lil Nas X some love. That's who that was. <laughs> right, Shout out to our favorite cousin Troy. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> dang, 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 dang. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> Troy, I hope you listen to bro. I had to do it. I did not know this nigga here. Call him Montero this episode. Hey bro. I'm just, so nobody listened to the album? I haven't uh no, I, I did I, I did what Maul did. You know how you know how you look at the track and then you look at the time? I'm like only forty one minutes? Wow. King nah. Yeah, nobody listen one hour. I ain't listen to one song. I'm not. It didn't cross and my and uh, DSPs. It didn't. I, no, I didn't no. See it it came, it, you know, yeah, Apple Music. It comes up because it was the new music. I ain't see it. <laughs> I bet you go to yeah. go to your new music right now. That shit is there. It's, it's, it's on everybody's shit because yeah. the lady told me at seven in the morning when I was watching the news the album just came out, but it was already projected to be number one. Hey, I mean he going number one. You got to realize he going number one. All right, let me invite my guest on before yeah, yeah. we get started. Uh, ladies and John, for the first time on this podcast, but I've been knowing him for a long time. Um, I love this brother. I love this brother because when I first moved to Atlanta, I ain't have no hair, no money. Dang. Dang. <laughs> and he was still my friend. Sound like me. <laughs> um, but now nah, I give it up to my brother, man. Just entrepreneur, creative, um, Influencer, tastemaker, somebody that's always in the room, uh, somebody who I look up to, a executor. We all have vision. We all have ideas, but not many people execute like Dang. my brother. Please give it up for the great Q Jackson. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Man, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing real good. So just in case I didn't do it justice, please tell the people who you are and all that good stuff. I mean, well, I think you did more than I'm about to do right now. I mean, just um, do yours. You can do yours. You can do yours. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Q Jackson. People, some people know me as Quintessential. Um, I'm the man behind the brands, pretty much. Um, I've been yes. in media for, what, over 10 years at this point. Um, I've done brand development and PR for probably the last 10 years. Um, host of a show myself, um, host mm-hmm. a panel and the lifestyle editor of the Lunch and Learns. Yes. Lifestyle editor of the quintessential gentleman magazine, the lunch and learn. It was the ATL lunch and learn. Now it's the BLK lunch and learn. So yeah, now I'm the host of my own panel finally. So yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Hey man, give it up for my brother, man. Like I said, this brother, man, when I first, when I first moved to Atlanta, uh, got connected with you because our mutual friend, Kadeem, shout out to Kadeem, YE in the building. We see y'all. Um, and just always been somebody that's been solid. And this also my event plug. When I want to know what's going on in the city, I be like, "Hey, bro, what's what's happening? Cool." Like, you know what? My bad. I did kind of slip recently. 
Yeah, yeah. Some hot shit. Nigga, nigga, I seen you at Dang. Two Chains birthday Dang. party. No, Dang. you didn't. So you went. There. I didn't want to go. You didn't want to go. I went one year and I was good. But you knew about it though. I did. <laughs> did you go to dinner? <laughs> dinner in Blanc? Nope, didn't feel like. It. I don't like the dinner in Blanc personally. Why? I don't like that many black that, people in white. That's what was doing uh, this weekend. Yesterday, I think that's, that was yesterday. Sunday, I saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like that many black people decided to wear white. <laughs> like, that's just me. Well, maybe it's, you need to change it up, though. It's, it's, a, it's a small it's dinner on noir. Noir, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. pretty fly. Now, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I don't seen some cool. I I don't think they have beat the dinner in Blanc, the one they did on Peachtree. The long, it's the, the rose one is is yeah. like a rose something yeah. that rose they do with everybody. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah that one, one is hot. Yeah, like you know, there was the one when everybody was sitting on peach tree. Like it was a long table. You remember that year? No. Yeah, that was the year. That's my other event plug. You didn't put me on that one. Oh yeah, you didn't. We need to call this other event <laughs> plug because we both need to be there. So, uh, nah, man, Q, you here, man? We're gonna get into the. He's here for a reason. We'll get into that. But before I get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the, the reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so check in, man. Y'all, y'all straight, man. Y'all straight. Yeah, man. Sure. You know, uh, another week we here. You know what I'm saying? Working. That's it. You know, same shit. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, ups and downs, but we working. We ups working. and downs. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. But we good though. We good though. You know, we at the. We had, we reached a new stage. I didn't show you because we had to work in. I wasn't hungry, but we passed the fruit bowl stage. I'm at the salmon croquet and grits bowl stage. Oh, dang, dang, dang. Okay. That's a level up. That's a level up. <laughs> now, hold on. So for the newbie, can I okay. understand what this is? All right, perfect. All right, so. A little bullshit fluff. <laughs> a little, little bullshit fluff. So, you know, all of us. Have been in or are in relationships. <laughs> have uh, been in or are in. That's uh, fact. Relationships. And there's different phases when you know your relationship is doing good. Okay. One phase of what we call the fruit cup stage. Fruit cup. Fruit cup uh, stage is when you grinding, <laughs> you doing your thing. And it's normally in the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's always it's, in it's the normally beginning. in the beginning. You and your girl either live together or y'all spend a lot of time with each other and you're on your way out to work and she gives you a snack for work. Typically it's fruit. She's like, oh, take this on your way out. You know what I'm saying? It's like some grapes. Yeah, it's a grapes, granola, <laughs> banana. You know, it's, it's normal. Something light. Yeah, it's something light. It was, cause really it wasn't hard for her to make, mm-hmm. but it was a big gesture. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? It was a big gesture. And then throughout the day, when you eat on it, you kind of think about you like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She got me a snack. So we call that the fruit crust stage. Like that is the good stage. My brother just evolved to the next level. It puts in a little bit more work mm. to do a salmon croquette thing. Salmon croquette and grits. <coughs> and grits. You got slow cooking grits too. Mm. Now tell me a little bit more about this salmon croquette and grits. I mean, you know, when you get to this stage, this is when, uh, you know, you pass the fruit bowl stage. Me- <laughs> right? I mean, you so far past the fruit bowl stage. That means you doing your thing. Like you don't get that shit unless you a good nigga. Good nigga. So like you, you must be a good nigga for so, her to so that's answer. a scheme though. So no no, it's no scheme. No, no, because, I'm gonna tell you. Because I'm gonna tell you where it's <laughs> oh, <she left. laughs> No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm gonna tell you. Go then, ahead. Because <laughs> you get this from what I call clean living. Come on. You know, when you can just look it straight in the eye and say So what clean living I ain't been doing shit. What clean living is 
clean living is going to the store, but leaving your phone at the house. Cause it's up the street. Clean living is phone face up. You know what I'm saying? Clean living is, hey, pick that up for me. Clean, clean living is, hey, who just text me? Clean living is, I ain't doing shit, but grinding and loving you. That's clean living. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So now that she didn't realize that, Grits are thick mm. as hell. And if y'all know anything about grits, they make you tired. They add a little weight. She got you with the fruit. Mm. Now she don't want nobody else to have you. Now mm. she's giving you grits so you can get a little thicker real quick. Hey, and ain't nobody else going to And you're going to be too tired to go out and you about to prove my alliance hey, theory. So what's the next phase? <laughs> Uh, I, we, we don't know yet. It's like it's like it's like, it's like, it's like Superman. Yet. Like this we like, always fuck up, right? Like, I ain't like Dragon Ball Z. We ain't got this. <laughs> That's a different level of super. Look, I've been through some pressure, and this shit unlocked. Hey, look, man. All I know is I always fuck up in that fruit stage. I'm about to say this the furthest we ever got right here. So we living through Keith. So Keith is literally teaching us his ways. So, uh, just trying. Y'all better enjoy them grits. Speaking of next level, though, shout out to my boy Mark. We seen you. We seen you at the wedding, boy. We see- uh, <laughs> our weekend was dope, man. Um, enjoyed it. Went back to the, to the crib. Uh, high school friend of mine got married to another high school friend of mine, and it was dope. I got to be in the wedding, bro. Like that was. That was just a super dope. Oh, hey, they've been dating experience. since high school. And since high school, bro. How long? And he just now married her. This is. They've been they've been dating for like thirteen years. This has been about ten for like thirteen years. Because me and because it's crazy. Me and him was very close in high school. And, and did, did they have any kids? Yeah, they got one boy. He's seven years old. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm about to say. He got one boy. I like, but that boy good. But you saw the boy, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, and he. Like, dog, they done been through some shit. When I they tell you, like, to, they man. deserve each other, bro. Mm-hmm. Call that nigga. Let me see what face he on. They done been through some shit. <laughs> oh, they done honeymoon phase. How long, oh, how he long, ain't picking up the day. How long it took him to get to the grits? Oh, he ain't picking up the day. <laughs> they, they, they in Jamaica already, actually. They uh, flew up? out this morning. So uh, They went to the same college and shit, too? No, they went to different colleges. Oh, that was. But a, they both pledged mm, separately at different times. Yeah, that's yeah. how they went through it. It was yeah, dope. College. That was tribulation. And that nigga pledged because I seen he's a capital. Oh yeah, he was at the door. Yeah, we he definitely was, saw that nigga. He was the first nigga to try to get me to go any Greek organization ever. Man, oh, look, I could you, tell that nigga is look, a Kappa captain. You and this nigga look so much alike. At first, I thought it was you in the suit. I said, "Well, I know I see Mark shimmying over there." One thing I will say, Mark, this how I know you were happy for them niggas. Yeah. Cause I thought Mark was in the wedding and I thought he wasn't working. Nigga, you had so many goddamn videos on your story. You should have pulled out your goddamn camera, nigga. If I was your homeboy, I'd cuss you out. Everybody said that. I'm like, nigga, if you recording that much, pull out your real fucking camera, nigga. I'm like, damn, my nigga. Hold on, nah, this is funny. This nigga got more footage than a bridesmaid, bro. That nigga was really happy with him, bro. Nah, for real, we, I was on the cloud, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was, I really was happy for my guy, but what's funny is, we ended up coming up, all the groomsmen and all the bridesmen end up coming up, standing by the stage, looking on them and all of that. And I'm the only dude up there with my phone out. 
Nicole, who the bride, she turns around and looks at me. She started cracking up and tapping him. Like, bro, look at Marcus, bro. He down here recording and shit. I'm like, it's just in me, man. I couldn't. And that's how you know they homies from back in the day. Marcus. They still call you Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, they call me Marcus, man. (laughs) Niggas call me Fonz. Like, it was a, man, it was a good time. We went to the, uh, we had a good bachelor party the night beforehand. Mm. Went to a, Oh shit! <laughs> so, all right, so don't get your butt in trouble. No, 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 we good, we good, we good. But you were like, backtrack, bro. So I went to Columbus, Ohio, for this wedding, right? So okay. just set the stage there, right? Shout so, out Bow Wow, so the old town Bow Wow. But so now we was looking for something to do, and bro was like, I ain't really trying to be too crazy tonight for the bachelor. I just want to go to the strip club. All right, cool. Only problem, we're in Columbus, Ohio, bro. Mm-hmm. Y'all limited. So shout out to Columbus, but it just was, it was, it was, it was funny, bro. Well, you know, it's, it was funny for you too, even more because Atlanta will fuck you up. Dog. <laughs> Atlanta will fuck you up. When so you got right, there living in Atlanta and you like, yo, let's go kick it. Like right now, today is Monday. Right. Today is, what's well, Monday? Monday. Yeah. It's Monday right now. <laughs> I know where to go to hang out. For sure. And at this current moment, you got at least five or six hours left before whatever that place is closed. Exactly. Sounds a good time. Literally. You in Ohio, you got at least a good hour. I mean, that's it, bro. There was nothing open. We we drove around for hours looking for food at 2 o'clock in the morning. What they list crawler looking like out there? (laughs) Didn't happen to check that out while I was there, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but the, the booty club wasn't hitting on that much though, bro. Like it wasn't, man. I was a little, you know. They, Cali, I, I'm like you. I found my star. Cali was a star. Cali, Cali was a star. Shout out to Cali. Queen of the old town. She came in with good energy, hype. She, she know. She figured out who the groom was. Turned up for him, and then she came and turned up for me. So it was a good time. Hey. Then you got an IG because you like, no, I do a podcast. Nah, nah, they so. get an IG. I, <laughs> damn, damn. I stay, I, you know, I'll be like, hey man, I, I got to go to. I got to go to. I'll be trying to save. I was I, my go to. I'm like, you do private parties. This <laughs> the this the difference. Though. I wish I would have went to like some sigmas or something, bro, because they started talking to us and like this shorty named Paradise. She was short. She was feisty. She was mean the whole time. Why does shorty? Arguing with two of the Kappa homies before the end of the night, bro, it's over. Mm-hmm. We throwing that, like, we throwing <laughs> a lot of money and a stripper is arguing with a nigga in the club in our section, bro. It was just, shut up. it was weird, bro. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, she she got kicked out, but it's just like, dog, you yeah, fucked that nah. whole thing up, bro. You oh, could have had a good time tonight, so. Anyway. Nah, I'm glad, man. Shout out to the Black yeah. Love, man. Shout out to the What the weddings do for y'all, man? What's that feeling you have? Do weddings make you want to, like. Man, weddings make me want to party, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. it make you want to party. I only want a wedding just so, like. Me and my niggas can dress up yep. in nice suits like yep. that and, and turn the fuck up. But the reception. The, the reception. I only go to the wedding for the reception. reception. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm thinking is. Do it make you want to be in a relationship? Being in a relationship Damn. don't make me want to be in a relationship. <laughs> talk that talk. Got that. Talk that talk, you. Talk that talk. Shit, I got to have a goddamn. <laughs> uh, make you want to be in a relationship. Nah, it, it does make you appreciate love, though. I ain't going to lie. If you know the bride and the groom, yeah. and you like, man, my nigga won. Yeah. yeah that's uh, so, and we're back. So, uh. <laughs> Damn. Troy, fuck with me this episode. Fuck with me. Fuck with me. That's funny, bro. So, but nah, man. So, speaking of, man, I was having a conversation with somebody offline. Cause you know, it ain't nothing like when you see a dude get married and like, 
Like when the last time to Keith's point, could Keith say something the other day? He like, I ain't seen an ugly girl in a minute, right? When the last time you went to a wedding where you seen an ugly bride? Been a minute. Nigga, it's been it's a minute. Been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> nigga, I ain't seen no ugly bride. My nigga like yeah, yesterday. I mean, cause makeup Damn. is amazing though. You are not if the makeup artist I mean you can who that you not gonna see a ugly bride. But but now what I'm saying is I got I got four sisters, so I can tell whether like now nah, I get me wrong, there are some makeup artists that are like sorcerers right. and they create fucking magic. But we know it's been some ugly brides out here before. I ain't seen one in a minute. I ain't, I, I ain't seen one in a minute. I just feel like I've been seeing a lot of good angles, a lot of good uh, <laughs> makeup, a lot of good contours, filters, filters. Hey, look, all the baddies getting married. Oh, bro. Yeah. All the bad, the bad, bad ones is winning. Or bro. even in person, like they all got the same little fashion over fits. Like basically, <laughs> if you watched Issa Rae's show, The Sweet Life of Them Girl, like they all look the same. Like, they all, like I was looking, at, I would look like <laughs> they all wear yellow. You know what I'm saying? White toes, you know what I'm saying? Bruh, Same shit. Bad bitches getting married, bro. Like, like, then it brought me to the next thing. When was your first time, like, like dating somebody that, like, was a bad bitch, like, go to 10 or, like, that very attractive person? Cause, you know. So on that note. And we're back. <laughs> so, but, uh, I feel like when you say that, though, you gotta rate your current girl. So when you say regular degling, now these chicks, it's, cause what chick, Bro, we, you know we, the we've all, though, bro. No, no, we've all, we've all seen the Kevin Samuels phenomenon and don't none of these chicks ever rate themselves. <laughs> so scale of one to seven, one to ten, can't you seven? Because every chick, every chick thinks she's a seven at least. Right. Cause seven so, is a safe ass number. But we know though, right? So I know the difference between like, even if you dating her now, you, you can't, you ain't got to disrespect your woman or nothing like that, but you know the difference between And I'm talking about pure baddie, looks. You're right. I ain't baddie. talking about, because you know, we be adding points exactly. based off of, Characteristics exactly. and assets. No, 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 no. We like, talking about the white toes, the fat ass, the sixteen inch Remy weave. With you, 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 you know, know what, what though? I want to put a caveat to because because you, you, <laughs> you dropped the, you dropped the seed on me the other day. You said you was gonna bring it up on the pod, right? And I thought about it. You can't judge it until you're twenty five plus, because any bad chick you would have gotten before, you stumbled on that. You had to. You was either in high school. I know I stumbled on my, my first college. Bi- my first bad bitch. Then, I stumbled on her in fucking high school, and mine. she played my. Ass. I'm like, but if if you if we going off of that philosophy, because, then I stumbled on mine too. Because that, I was because I feel school. like after 25, you you actually will see a she's bad. She got a bag in her hand. She got Chanel on. She's smelling like it's what, a whole well, that's what, fucking what, package. Well, the reason why like, I count because life hasn't uh gave you insecurities of yourself yet. <laughs> So, so, see, life be giving you them insecurities. You feel like I can't talk to this bitch right now. Like, oh, I got like this bitch can look at your pocket, be like, man, my bread ain't right. Well, I I also feel like niggas know, like, uh, like how real niggas know broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. Right? Niggas don't shoot past where they know. You know? Oh, it's only a woman woman that'll look at an NBA player and be like, I can still get. No, so it's so it's levels to it. So talking to shoulders or. Uh, shout out to, uh, Lil Nas X, talking to niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the same goddamn, uh, uh, analogy works. There's different type, when it comes to hollering, if you have a different type of shooters, you got the sniper type. Okay. Keep, keep a sniper. Snipers sit. They only pull the trigger when they ready. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And them niggas. <laughs> yeah, just the- 
Look, look, the niggas hit the mark. <laughs> then you got them. Hey, everybody don't sing the AK forty seven, nigga. That nigga is just. Brrr. That's Mr. Washington. And he nah, <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm actually not an AK forty seven nigga. Like AK forty seven nigga just shooting anything and everything and that, hoping to catch a body. That, that was your boy in Vegas. What was his name? Right, what right. Name? My, that, hey, hey, that's your girl. Hey, that's your girl. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like that's that nigga that would talk to anything. That just nah, he be, was shooting everything. Yeah, like that's everything. I'm me personally. I'm more like a nine millimeter hand to hand comeback. Come up on your ass, put that shit in your gut. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was like, just the hit me. He was like, <laughs> look, like I, I like the, I like the excitement of com- conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like little joke here. What's your name? Hey, like, and this is how you know it was just like that. He like Jackie Chan. Like you know how Jackie Chan grabbed two niggas and fight. Like you know he'll, he'll grab two up. chicks in a minute. I feel that. Like he'll turn to one chick. He oh, you know her? Nah, but we all know each other so, now. I'm that like, type of nigga because I. Just like the challenge and push myself. Well, let me let me just get mine real quick, bro. I feel like I'm an AR because I'm like I'm not a I'm not quite a sniper because I will shoot off right, but I, I still want that precision. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back for a second. I can see, see my mark and I'm gonna shoot off a couple of them, mm-hmm. couple of them at yeah. a time. So I'm like an AR. I, I can see that. I like this analogy. I like see that. I like that. I can see that. Q, <laughs> what type of shooter are you? <laughs> Y'all remember that little gun off Harlem Night? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had the best of luck over the last couple of years. So. Oh man, yeah. yeah. You know, rest in peace to the exes. Now look, that motherfucker. <laughs> what the hell you think you do with that little shit? <laughs> <laughs> movies like that no more brother they said kevin hart said he's trying to redo this yeah uh, please why? please why, don't. why do they keep doing this i hate that, I, I, I hope it's not kevin hart is not the one Harlem let me tell you but i want to i want to uh, you know, all the comedians in one movie though. yeah but yeah they that do that with uptown saturday night years ago yeah yeah like do a movie with everybody that is cool but like if eddie murphy barely pulled off of, of coming to america I don't Soon. think he pulled that shit off either. It was bro. all them cameos. It was the cameos. Cam- cam- well, that's why I say he pulled it off. That's why I pulled it off. Because especially in the mode I'm in right now, anytime you can get family together and everybody to show up, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. So he pulled it off in that sense. And Tiana Taylor was looking good. Yeah, Tiana Taylor yeah. was looking fine yeah. as a motherfucker. Absolutely. And that bitch was still barking. The other bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like, man, you picked the wrong one, nigga. <laughs> But your wife got there talking to all the shit. <laughs> you fit the wrong motherfucking one. <laughs> oh shit. But now Speaking, they, some some classics just need to be left alone. I'm yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't I fuck this, with that one. Like so, let's be original. I was talking to a shot the other day. I was like, yeah, bro. First of all, life is I I can watch life all day, every life is one of those movies. <laughs> Well, you ever seen one of those videos where a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of shit and you got to like keep watching and watch that one person? Mm. That's how you should watch life. Go back and watch life 
and watch that shit from just only watch Jangalang Jangalang. And watch how that nigga never break character, bro. The whole nobody, movie. Nobody. That bro. nigga tongue is out. You can't even really see him. He like blur it out in the background, but he's still. <laughs> like Guy Tory with the glasses on, he's like that the whole time, bruh. making the the whole time. Anthony bruh. Anderson making the food, bruh. the whole time, the bruh. whole time. They like that movie right there was like pure. Like they don't make TV like that because TV's trash, and Charlemagne is a reason. <laughs> See, I definitely think they don't need to keep doing these remakes. The only remake that I think set a different kind of standard was Space Jam. Like it still honored the legacy. Of I ain't even watched it. I ain't seen it. I ain't even watch it. But it created a whole. Did you enjoy of it? Song. I actually did. But speaking of remakes, though, um, <coughs> nah, like I uh, see the bodyguard. They said the bodyguard about to be remade. Oh, I saw why? it again. without Whitney. Without Whitney, how? They gonna just redo it? First of all, I ain't gonna lie. They could do a sequel. the bodyguard. They was the did. one movie. Sequel, the yeah. bodyguard was one movie. I wasn't mad when the white boy got a black woman. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Damn. That's a lot for me to say that shit. I really tell you the truth. I, I like, I don't really remember the body. I remember because my mom and my aunts them was hype about it. I remember seeing bits and pieces, but all I remember is the white man grabbing her off the stage. Like, but oh. you want to know so? You want the last time I seen bodyguard? When me and you were leaving back from Vegas, the person was on the plane watching it, and I was watching it without yeah. no sound. Oh, wow. Like I was like, "Damn, bro, I remember this part." Like I was just, you know, how you wow. just be watching somebody yeah. else movie on a plane. They were literally watching the bodyguard when we was on the way back. From Vegas. She's a singer, and that was the bodyguard. She ended up. And she had, she had a serial killer yep. trying to kill her, yep. or whatever. Oh, that's who. Yeah, because uh, they made they remade it like in the lights. Oh boy, yeah, what's oh yeah, yeah, Nate, yeah, Nate yeah, Park, yeah. Nate, Nate it was called what? In the lights, in the lights. Nate Parker. In the lights with Nate Parker, Nate Parker, and that uh, yeah, that one wasn't that good. It was Gunga cool. Guju. It's called In the Lights or something like that. Or... I ain't seen it. When was the last remake that y'all saw that was really good? Candyman was trash. Uh, I still haven't nah, seen man. That. I saw. Candyman I just saw Candyman. I just saw Candyman, and it's not as trash as you said it was. Bro, Candyman was. It's, it's not. As so trash. you haven't seen the original? Dude. I've seen it. It's not a but horror you see... movie. The horror was trash. The current one is not horror. Yeah, the current I know one is why not you, horror. I know why you like it. Because there's some elements in there. It's like if the black man was treated like this, this and that. But nigga, the, the constant. Well, I like, how, I like how they re. I like I like the reenact. Because if you seen the original one, they definitely I feel like he was chasing that white girl the whole time. I don't like that white girl chasing shit. But this one, I like that redemption retribution shit. I like that. Like it's a swarm. Like you can't. Like they said, you. It's I not gonna go nowhere because. It's always going to keep on. I, th- I also think it's hard to judge too because if you you watched the original one recently, recently and though. then you watched the new yeah. one, and I, was so I think you got to watch the original one in that era, and then just, like I don't watch. Well, if you movies, if so. you watched it for horror, Candyman, the original Candyman was way more like suspenseful and horrifying. Hell yeah. But this one, I like the telling of it. I like the story of it, and I like how I like I love the ending. Like, bro, we actually got to see. There's only one kill. remake that is the remake king. I know you Cobra Kai, nigga. Cobra Kai, yeah, nigga. <laughs> Cobra Kai. <laughs> Who was your favorite? You, you, never seen, you never seen Cobra Kai? No. You ever seen Karate Kid? Okay. Daniel's son. <laughs> With the old man. They had what? Mr. No, Miyagi. No, it wasn't the Karate Kid. What was Yeah, with the old man, Mr. Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. I'm thinking of the Three Ninjas. Oh, oh no. Classic. Classic, but classic. Nelly Coke. I ain't gonna lie. Oh. Now, now, look, and Rocky. Yo, Tom Tom and Rocky. Yo, let me tell you. 
Can you imagine a reboot of the uh, Three Ninjas with black boys what? from the hood I'm going to see <laughs> their granddaddy in the country? I'm watching that. Samuel right. Jackson, he hey, the granddaddy. Hey man, shout out, <laughs> hey man, holla at us, man. I want to see that, bro. That would be that right there. I would go see. That would be because Three Ninjas used to have me like like that was like. It was the best of both worlds. It was Home Alone meets Karate Kid. Right. Yeah, hold it on. Right. Hold on. Hold on. To anybody out there listening, <clears throat> remember: if that happens, you heard it here first. It's yeah, straight I like, up. I like, I like that. But so, Three Ninjas was that shit though, yeah. bro. Tum Tum, Rocky, remake, and Coke. Oh my god. I mean, eh, I don't think it was recently though, but like I said, I like Space Jam. Okay. Yeah, Space, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and that was kind of like a part two though. That's right? what we were talking that was about. More of a sequel than a remake. I heard re- no, no, no. for the newer generation, it was a remake of the old. So like yeah. reimagination, like it, like the Candyman. No, no, no. It was it was a continue. It. it was a continuation, but not a direct sequel. Like Bugs Bunny reference, they had to play a game before. Like they they referenced like we've been in this scenario before, but it wasn't like. Oh, this is the same people. But it was I a great movie. It. I heard it had uh, a good storyline, and like me and my son really connected over the movie because we was, okay. you know, me and my son are kind of going through what LeBron and his son's going okay. through. Okay, all right. So like watching your that son, together, your son don't think ball is life. <laughs> no, my, my son don't think he had put it working for anything. So he's gonna be like, you know, that nigga key like pod is life. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm like you trying to you trying to get on the skateboard. I'm talking about get this microphone. Um, I heard. Ray J got a remake. Oh, that's With Kim. Yeah, I heard it was like they a. Said it was three parts. He got like an unreleased take that he about to read. Wack One Hundred said he got part two. He said, but he don't want to release it because he's a he's a real nigga. Honestly, the first Karen, one was trash though. Mama, but so he, he said created Kanye. them Kardashians though. Yeah. The first one was trash. The first one was kind of trash. And for Wack to say that was trash, because if you ain't want to release it, you wouldn't have said nothing. Now, don't, no disrespect to Wack. Well, you know, man, you know disrespect to Wack. Wack is all, Wack is Hulk Hogan, bro. I'm good. I ain't, that ain't Marcus <laughs> talking. You feel <laughs> me, nigga? nigga I, I be it at, could be Keith talking. It's I Hulk Hogan. He gonna, <laughs> bro, if anything, we're going to get popping off of this shit because he's Hulk Hogan, nigga. All we got to do is be Rey Mysterio. Like, this nigga's all wrestling with this nigga. It's all <laughs> fake. He ain't doing none of this <laughs> Why shit. Why you think that, bro? You don't think he really. Nah. And look, got his credentials then, and, and nope. really and really moving into some no, shit. Out I, there. Think, I think then I think Ray J be on some lame shit anyway. I think like, he got when, when Ray J released "I Hit It First, the oh, song. Man, that was corny. That nigga, I'm like this nigga lame as fuck. And that was corny. Nah, when he, he <laughs> when he released that song about uh, Whitney Houston, that that's when he was. What petty. song was that? Yeah, I don't even remember that. Who said that? Who said that? I'm gonna play it for you. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, but that's well, it. I mean, it was, like, like, but. Fuck all that. I, I brought up at a point and niggas breezed over it. Charlemagne's new show is trash, bro. Has anybody he came watched on it? already? Yes, bro. I seen a little bit of piece of it. Bro, go to his Instagram page. That's all you need to see. You know this nigga compared that shit to Dave Chappelle? How? Oh. <laughs> Leonard is up there tripping, huh? Bro, that nigga said he tried to indirectly do it, right? He was like, <clears throat> hey, this is uh Charlamagne the guy, I got a new show. You like you like Dave Chappelle? They were like, I uh I do too. We got something in common. And then I was saying uh just hilarious and Chico mm-hmm. Bean. Mm-hmm. But like Dave Chappelle, nigga, you can't compare yourself to that shit. So you know when you trying to goddamn say something, but you also go against it at the same time to kind of downplay it, like, nah, I was just playing. 
Nah, that nigga think his shit supposed to be Dave Chappelle, bro. Like it's set up more like the Daily Show, though, right? Where he's sitting on the on the desk, he has little animations come up. He's talking about news. He's being funny. He has little satire jokes. It's not really even made for his typical demo. It's more for like the white people that watch and late night. That's shit why back. I didn't like. You know it. what I'm saying? This shit is for white people. It's absolutely like, for white people. It's literally a nigga trying to teach crackers hey. how to be. More black, how to be more conscious. Like it's, well, it, maybe that's where the Dave Chappelle, um, similarity comes in at. Nah, it's, it's different. Cause Dave Chappelle, I can see that. What? But it's Dave Chappelle with skits and pur- you know, purpose in an unapologetically black way. Right. He made racism funny or acceptable. Or he whatever. made white people feel uncomfortable. Like before, like, I feel like, I feel like they put it like this. Dave Chappelle was doing shit. That was not approved. It was just getting put out on TV and they were like, like, I feel like they were reading through Charlemagne shit and they were like, yeah, that's going to be good. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it. It, 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 it don't feel threatening. It, 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 it just. So I said I was going to say it for the pod. Okay. I think what happened was, what if, happened? You know, if you know the original setup for Charlemagne, that was supposed to be an HBO show. If it was going to be on HBO, he would have been more like a uh, real time with Bill Maher. Higher budget, better guests, better production, better segments. Going down to Comedy Central, if y'all been watching Comedy Central lately, they've been on a steep decline. Mm. Like, nobody's fucking with Comedy Central. Nobody's fucking with their content. The last thing they had pop out of there was Aquafina. And, you know, she didn't really renew her, her shit. So, ain't nobody fucking with Comedy Central. Mm. Black people don't fuck with Comedy Central. Yeah. Like, at all. So for Charlamagne to get that Comedy Central deal, it's kind of like a backup deal, you know. And I think he really wanted to be more like Real Time with Bill Maher. Like, if you watch that show, I, mean, I don't know. Have you seen Real Time with Bill Maher? Has anybody? Yeah, a while ago, yeah. Like, if you watch that show, mm-hmm. it's the same It's the same kind of setup that Charlamagne want, but Comedy Central doesn't have that budget. And it's like. It really he, looked he, like something back in the day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dude, it, it, it reminds me of old complex show. Yeah. Like MTV2. So exactly. is it on demand? Yeah, it's on Comedy Central, man. And you can YouTube yeah, you and stuff like it. that. But you know what's going to be a hot take? And I didn't watch this show fully, but I know what the concept is. This show reminds me a lot of Andrew Schultz's show of, on Netflix. And you, and what? You, you took, so you took keep, my second point. Keep saying that shit. took my second point. You took my second point. I was about, I was about keep, to be my second point. Keep saying I said that he, I said he tried to do what Andrew did. And, you know, unfortunately, Andrew did do it better than him. Hmm. Like, Andrew did it better because he, Andrew has been doing these Right, rants right, 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 right. with the and he has better team. He has a better graphics team. Them, like, them like, visuals that well, come in. Well, it's it's, it's like us, right? Like yeah. they, they already work together. So, like if Netflix came to us and said, "Hey, we're going to give y'all a budget right. to create something," right. we're going to get in our bag. Yes, versus you just come for versus Elder just get a deal. He has to go find this person, find this person, find and try to explain a vision and try to and that's what I think Charlemagne is going through. He had to. Pieces people together, try to find the vision versus Andrew, who had his people already been doing that. And it was a higher budget. It's Netflix. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like, Andrew been I, shitting on Comedy Central. I got so a it's question. Like, I got a question then. So, so based off of that, why you think that Charlemagne went this route versus starting his own podcast? Check, because man. Charlemagne. He doesn't have a podcast. He has check, a podcast. Charlemagne, network, just, quote Charlemagne just getting a check. check. He don't mind working for white folk. Yeah. He don't mind. He don't. Independence is a goal later. Right now, he's just trying to get the bag, and he will just work with anybody to get that bag. It's it's a it's, it's like one of those things where you like you see people and you try to like 
fake psychoanalyze them. And I always look at Charlemagne because he's from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of niggas like Charlemagne with that mentality of, we just want to work and get this check so we can retire and sit up later. And really it's about his children. I'm telling you, like, Charlemagne is just going to get as many checks as he can. He'll probably retire when he can. And he's going to sit back. He's not going to, he's going to be behind the scenes. He wants to be like the black godfather. Yeah, Charlemagne ain't trying to, he don't have something. And he's, in, and in he my, had that shit bubbling. Yeah. If he talk too much, they'll, they'll just pull that rape case out. Yeah. And fuck my, him up. So yeah. In know, my opinion, he ain't trying challenge. to build nothing. He ain't trying to build nothing major. Like in the sense of, like even the black effect, that was a bag. Right. You know, folk want to advertise with black podcasters. Let me start this shell so I can got them collect this bag. And can we, can we have another conversation about black podcasting? A hot take <sighs> that like none of these celebrity podcasts are popping, bro. Like none, none of like expeditiously gone. I mean, this all David like, Banner. Inconsistent. They be inconsistent. They don't be hot. I remember when we, when we was charting, we was trying to hire, uh, hire than Talib Kweli in podcast. Like all these fake, even pseudo celebrities, like, oh, you on Wild and Out, we'll give you a podcast. Or you on Real Housewives of Atlanta, or whatever, we'll give you a podcast. These podcasts really but ain't popping and doing the Cause numbers. what people felt, you know, if people felt to realize it's already scientifically proven. Podcaster list, podcast listeners are naturally more educated and different type of thinking of people for one. So it's not, you're not just going to be able to throw a name and they, they show up. You got to actually say some shit and they got to want to actually be like, they got to feel engaged and you got to be feeding them every time. Like most podcast, listen to every podcast person that have listen to a podcast. They say the same, they say the same type of characteristics. They're like, Oh, I like this person because they, they keep me updated on this or I learn this. So like, if you're not teaching motherfuckers something or you're not taking motherfuckers on a journey with you, like people ain't going to keep fucking with you. That's facts. Cause the podcasts that are not working are the ones that are regurgitating the same (coughs) conversations. Who is $50 too much to take on the first date? Is this or that? Like you either bring a hella value, like earn your leisure Mm. or you got down bringing hella entertainment, hella information, hella journey. Like J E M. (laughs) Get some gems. Who your favorite podcast with you? Just Eldridge media. Smart man. No, but, but, but like, what, what are they saying out there? Cause you work with brands and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, is podcast like, cause it's a buzzword now, but they're like, oh, podcast, we can get podcast, podcast. I mean, everybody wants to be a part of what's popular. Um, having a podcast is not easy, but it's easy in a sense. So, I mean, everybody wants to mm, be, a, a be a part of what's popular. I mean, pretty much. So they, that's the hottest trend. Then people were doing, Instagram shows and then people are doing, you know, like that. So, well, and and that's the issue too is like they consider all of them podcasts or the other part is if you are like a quote unquote celebrity, how come you're not investing in your setup and just making it? Well, that's why, that's why I got the bread and that's why I do gotta give, uh, uh, Schultz and the Joe Buttons of the world a credit. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just gotta give it to them because they are, investing in the production because thing is podcasting is easy to do quote unquote but it's expensive if you're trying to got name pay per episode and you ain't trying to actually invest in a team doing this and editing it man bro this is this reminds me of photography so much bro when i picked up a camera five six years ago 
and really got deep into the photography game, that's when the iPhone started coming out with these dope-ass cameras. And because everybody had these dope ass cameras, they thought they was photographers. But it's like, bro, it's a, it's a, it's a different, it's a difference, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, Mark. I still think that way. I was almost off of you, but I was on Twitter. No, Hold on, bro. I was on Twitter. <laughs> I was on Twitter, and Zendaya got the Vogue cover shoot. Did y'all, did y'all see this clip? Uh-uh. I'm, I'm about to play it for you because Zendaya got the whole cover shoot from an iPhone. So I shot this picture of Zendaya for British Vogue and it's quite mad this shot because this was shot on her phone. I'm in England. She's in Atlanta. Her personal assistant is holding her phone and we're using this very clever app called Kloss. And Kloss allows me to take over the camera of someone else's phone. So in this case, I took over Zendaya's phone and she's able to hear me. We're, we're on speaker. So she can hear my direction. And before we bothered her, we got our assistant to walk around and show me different rooms. And we knew the dress we had and we shot loads of different setups, but this picture worked really, really well. And it's mad to think that it was a picture taken through the internet on her own mobile phone it became a full page spread in vogue magazine so really cool sign of the times bro so, fine but you gotta have you gotta know how to you gotta know use lighting it. so that's a, that's the thing i will give mark that you can like this new iphone they talking about all the shit you can do with it movies you can shoot on or whatever yeah. like uh a shout out to uh, chromatic black they trying to get go take me to get one of my um uh, the new 13 shout out. Yeah. so uh yeah dang you can be a iOS iPhone photographer. That's a real thing. Sure. But you gotta know what that means. It ain't just picking up the phone exactly. and taking a picture. It's yeah. still lighting. It's still editing. ISO, it's still, it's still, it's still knowledge. Yeah. And if you're going to learn that much knowledge, why not just learn that shit for real, for real on a real and camera? Then a, and then be a real photographer, be a real podcaster, yeah. invest into your shit, go buy a road, uh, caster instead of just, you know, recording to, cause people recording to the iPhones now. To make a podcast. So it's like, it's easy to do, but it's not easy to do. And I like that bar. That was a bar. Um, Something I want to touch on, but I, I can be honest and say I don't really know all of the details, but I really don't feel like I need. It's fucked up. What's going on right now in Haiti with these folk? Uh, you got people in Haiti trying to um escape from, you know, they just had the earthquake and all the shit going on. And you got people chasing them down on horseback. I don't know if y'all been seeing them pictures. Oh, whipping them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. With, with whips and shit. Um, that's something I definitely want to, uh, I got some people that's a, like some official people over there in Haiti. I definitely want to look into that. Like, but I know it's the border patrol. Now, so what, what's been happening is they, they, this happened actually is pretty, pretty old. They start coming around June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, when it started happening, they matriculated from Haiti to South America. And they're crossing over the Mexico border, mm-hmm. Mexico United States border. Um, <clears throat> I mean, to me, it's two cases of irony. You know what I'm saying? Because on one hand, you have a lot of, um, you do have some Haitian officials in government right now that could do something for them, but they're not. Um, but they told you they couldn't send on the Mexican and Hispanic immigrants, right? Um, and on the other hand, it, they got the money. Like somehow they found planes and they said, we're shipping them out back to Haiti. Four trips a day. Um, and Biden, that's like Biden, that's the, from the White House. Like they're saying right. they're going to process them. So my thing is what happened to, we can't 
just send people back. They're looking for asylum. But on the other hand, it's like, but your own people aren't doing something for you and they're in government. They're in the Congressional Black Caucus right now and ain't nobody says shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much stomping do you want us to do when your own people don't do it? And that's when you know what I'm saying? You get, too- that's when you get like <clears throat> activist for me, activist fatigue, right? Like it's you can be tired as fuck as a local activist. When you think about everything that's just happening in this fucking city. And then you go a little bit further that's happening in this state, right? Shout out to Malvoli, them right now. They're marching from uh Sylvania, Georgia to Savannah, Georgia. That's sixty four. I always be thinking you say you think I always be thinking you talking about Savannah when you say Sylvania. No, no Savannah, it's a it's a it's a thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so there was Julian Lewis um shot in the head by an officer, same situation as Tamir Rice. They say Tamir Rice when police officer got out within three seconds, shot him in the head. Um this police officer got on a dirt road behind him, said it was a broken tail light. Um ended up Hit, you know, doing a little pit maneuver where they hit the back of the car. The car swerved, hit a ditch. He got out. As soon as he got out, pulled his gun, shot Julian Lewis in the head, senior citizen. Uh, this happened in Savannah, Georgia. They, uh, acquitted the officer. So to get the case back open, uh, there's a whole movement of people marching from Savannah to Savannah to goddamn get, get them to reopen the case. But that's in Georgia. That's a Breonna Taylor. And I when I say Breonna Taylor, no disrespect to Breonna Taylor, but a hashtag, a a worthy cause to be screaming about. But most people don't even know about it. And that's in Georgia. Well, you said it, though. It, it's not approved by the media. Right. So then you go from Georgia to a national platform. And then I start thinking about everything that's happening all over the country. And then you leave from the country and go to a global platform like this shit is tiring like because you never fucking stop hands so good, good catch but see that, that goes back and i don't know how deep y'all want to go but <clears throat> like that goes back to this whole idea of this integration shit is never going to work if we have haitians trying to get into america and we have haitian americans that are in office and government that can do something about this right now and being pigeon held or being whatever they can't do anything for their own people what does that say about black people yeah. <clears throat> oh first of all can or choose uh, not to i must say they don't say shit about black I people i think that it's can it's not choose not to if i'm a haitian american i want my people to be okay nah. whether that's them going home or whether that's them being here but they choose but not to because they've gotten to a place where they're comfortable so, and helping them probably threaten see, 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 Mar, you, their comfortability and, and either way it's the same it's the same result where if they choose not to if they can't What's the point of integrating? Why not have my own little shit over here where I can just have my Haitian people here and well, I don't got to worry about America at all? Well, that's the thing. They do. It's called Haiti. You know what I'm saying? And then when you go to little areas in different cities, they have little Haiti. So, well, that's, that's, what's that? You're like, you're, you're like, it's, it's a mixture of what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because what the, 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 the issue is pan-Africanism. <sighs> the issue is white supremacy is a global system. That's affecting us anywhere we go. White supremacy is on the continent. As much as I love it, it's a reason why motherfuckers in Africa right now bleaching themselves, bleaching their skin, and it's a reason why motherfuckers like 
it's the reason why China almost own everything over there. Like white supremacy is a global system, bro. Like, and that's why uh, there's a whole movement, a whole movement saying we just want our own sovereign land within this land. You ain't got to leave. Just give us our land within this land. Cool I mean, we're, we're owed it. I mean, we're the only non-immigrant class of people outside of Native Americans. They you know need to I'm give saying? us the South, uh, East, Florida, well, Georgia, well, that's, this whole little area. I mean, it's a whole study of a whole movement of that shit. Like, but the issue is like, so it goes to, Isaac had tweeted something earlier today. Um, cause you know, people been giving him flack on his app. Somebody had tweeted some shit, but like, uh, <laughs> now this is gonna be a perfect segue. So somebody had tweeted, somebody tweeted some shit. Somebody tweeted some shit and they were like, nigga, you want us to come to this fucking app and you only got three rooms with 14 people in it? Dang, dang, and, dang. And it's, and it's like, I'm seeing people like, like I'm seeing, I, like Isaac now is seeing where I was with Spendify. Like seeing where I was with mustard, like when you trying to get like getting your people to move on an accord is hard. Now he doing it on some fun shit. The social media is just some fun individual get your money shit. He ain't even I'm doing it on some black people that's work together. We can save ourselves. So motherfuckers won't even move on no fun shit. It's just it's a hard push, right? So in the thing. He had tweeted out. He was like, uh, oh, let me pull this shit up. He said, um, don't tweet me. Um, he was like, don't tweet me, call me, text me, telling me a black person, uh, you got equity in clubhouse on the low. If you didn't ride with for the collective body of black people that helped that app scale, even if it was rejected, you looked out for you. We're not the same. So then in the caption, he was like, uh, just say you were bought. Just say you were bought, bro. Get your bag. No hate. But why reach out to me and tell me that? Y'all swear you down for the culture. You not. You're out for you, which is not an issue. Just don't cape like, just don't cap for an app. Um, like it's for the, like it's for the culture. So long story short, talking to some dude, the dude hit him up like, yo, I got equity in cause he was like, man, this app ain't doing shit for you. So the dude was like, nah, I got equity in it. It was just on the low. So he was like, nah, nigga, you like, if you did that, that ain't got shit to do with everybody else. He's saying my app, I'm trying to give everybody a win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in the caption, what I want y'all to read, he said, no hate. He said, get your bag. No hate. He said, you out for you, which is not an issue. And that's when I come in, I was like, no, that's the fucking issue. That we excuse every and any behavior in the name of the bag. If a nigga get in a bag, we excuse everything. Like nigga can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh man, fuck that. I'm I'm doing that bop bop bop. Shit, a nigga get in this bag. I feel you, bro. And that's the issue. It, until we draw a line where the bag doesn't matter. Until we draw that line, there is no moral. There's no moral standard for us a people. There's no reason why I got to support us. There's no reason for us to stand together. Um, that just, that really just, I went in. But, but I feel like that's always been the case though. You do any research, any study on movement work is never the majority. It's always a minority. 
pushing for shit. Hell, look what happened with George Floyd and them. Everybody went in the streets tearing shit up. But a lot of nonprofits got some big ass checks. A lot of people got some private checks. A lot of people got some deals. A lot of people, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people get some shit to trickle down that would never step foot on the fucking hell. There's some people that got some shit that was talking shit about the protest. Well, that's why, that's why you know I appreciate mean? Ben because Ben, what he doing is he, he's organizing all these corporations that said, Oh, we're putting 10 million in the black community. 13 million, you know, 30 million. He's tracking them. Is he? It's, I, I got some information for him. He's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. He, he's tracking them and seeing where it went. Cause, cause what he's saying is, if you're going anything for black community, there's not many cities that's as dense and black as Atlanta. Exactly. And if you're coming to Atlanta, we want to know who you're giving it to. Exactly. So he's tracking it that way. So shout out to him on that project. But, uh, I'll get you information. We can go through it. But, uh, uh, another tweet I had to put out. Karen Civil said, "Time for me to use the last fan base instead." Oh, dang, 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 dang! Resort. Karen Civil don't got ran off a goddamn clubhouse. Man. Oh man, damn oh. Karen Civil. Let's talk dang. about it, man. So I brought you here, Q, because um, we like to have conversations but informed ones. And when we are not completely informed on an industry of how things work and stuff like that, I like to bring people that do it. So uh, I know for you, you work with a lot of artists and you have in the past, you've helped people with PR before. Yes. Uh, you have been a connector of contacts. You've been that for me. Um, so let's get into this Karen Silver situation. Keith, you want to uh, just get catch the people up for that don't know I what's mean, happening. You know, short and simple. Uh, Karen Civil, if you know her out there, she's a, uh, media brand partnership. I like to call it a little mogul. I think she's coming up in the mogul. Yeah, she's, she's a little mogul. She has a lot of brands. Um, and Joyner Lucas, a famous rapper. Uh, y'all seen him <coughs> on the Will Smith video. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what his claim to fame. He just came out and said, Hey, I gave Karen Civil $60,000. My last 60 My last 60K. My son was about to be born. I'm an artist trying to get on and she was supposed to put me on. I asked her to put her arms around me like she did Nipsey Hustle. That's, that's a quote from joining, uh, for 60K. And Karen said, Yeah, I did take the 60K and, you know, uh, from there, uh, Cameron said, Hey, uh, don't y'all think y'all owe me an apology? Cause I told y'all about Karen Silva a couple of years ago. And, um, Jesse Wu came by and said, well, you know, I won my case, you know, against Karen Silva. Three million. So, uh, <laughs> then meat meals. And me, and I might say that meat meals meat. like, you know, same thing. Like, so she has some bad, um, relationships out there with some people. And, uh, so there's a clubhouse room. So bring it back around. There was a clubhouse room that said Karen Silva was a fraud and she hopped in there and uh, her and Jordan was able to confront each other. And, um, the reason why it's very interesting because you know Karen Civil's intertwined in a uh, uh she's 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 just, she's just Elder Media adjacent I like to say because <laughs> she she's done some work with some people here before um she's on a podcast network that we revere and we love uh, we've been wondering <laughs> where she's at you know what I'm saying we have been wondering where she's at <laughs> you know like so all of that kind of stuff so for this to happen um, <clears throat> this is a very interesting you know and we're in the space a little bit like we could have messed around and gave Karen Civil some money to get this podcast going and what happens so, from that so I want to start there because shout out to Dizzy Dizzy called me and he was like yo 
Um, what you think about this Karen Silver situation? So he told me hey about. Man, shout out Dizzy. Hey man, yeah. Um, Dizzy just dropped his newest season of the Black Widow podcast. That shit sounds amazing. I send you a clip if you want to enter like a little bit right here. I mean, girl, you know I would love nothing more than to find a new piece of dick good enough to wing me off my ex, but that shit ain't happening. Shit, not fast enough at least. I've gotten too fucking desperate. Girl, for a period of time, my ex, who shall remain nameless, the only nigga who knew how to fuck me the way I wanted to be fucked. Uh, it's like the nigga fucks me better now that we are apart. Toxic ass. He know what he doing. Girl, these funky ass niggas definitely. <sighs> so, after we had phone sex, Mighty Mouse told me he had a room for the night and said I should pull up. And girl, I was so damn thirsty that I... Uh, I do like that podcast, bro. That joint is that joint is hard. That shit, that shit sounds hard. that shit sounds amazing, bro. Shout out number one erotic podcast in the game. Um, so I was like, yeah, bro. I want to see her contract. That I want to see what you signed to make you give um sixty thousand. Okay. That helps me because I'm a person that do a lot of agreements. Like I don't do nothing without paper. That's just me. Um, so I was going through his tweets. He posted it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> because then I'd be like, I'd be wanting to see like what big money shit look like. I'd be wanting to compare their contracts to mine. I'm like, damn, I'm using too many pages. <laughs> hey, every time they post like when Kanye posted his shit that one time, I'm like, nigga, three pages? <laughs> I'm like, God damn. I'm like, <laughs> you will give me 1.5 million. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so this happened April 29th, 2015. Always Civil Enterprise LLC. He was classy. He blocked out her number, her number, her cell phone number, office number. Kept her email up there. So you know, I had to hit that. So, oh, uh, what's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I went to straight to the scope of work. So for fifty five thousand dollars, because here's this thing. This thing says fifty five thousand. It's don't say sixty thousand, but I can see. I round up to. I, I, I round up, goddamn. Uh, for $55,000 includes, but not limited to, blog placement for song releases, develop, development and delivery of digital short creation story, facilitate interviews with media publications, build fan engagement, articulate social content capturing, Red carpet event opportunities. Huh? Huh? That's what you do. Uh, iTunes beat music promotion, radio interviews, help acquire booking agent, and show openings. Shit, so, that sounds like one of my contracts. Is, this I, I is why I called you. you. Yeah, I was about to ask <laughs> this you. Is, I ain't charge nobody 55. But, but look, this yes. is, but this is why I called you. And. Like the yet too. And it's aligned with it's aligned with some things that I've done for clients before. Mm-hmm. My first red flag when I read this contract, it's not quantifiable. Like, if I'm saying I'm doing you interviews, how many interviews am I going to get? A how many interviews you get in? How many, how many publications? The you can't necessarily guarantee where public. I can't say I'm going to get you into V103 radio station. You can't. 
Well, maybe it's a tier. Maybe it's saying I'm gonna get you on a nationally syndicated radio station versus a local radio station. Well, well, let me ask five people here. Can you? Is that a legal thing? Like, can you not legally say that you? What is? Get them on these stations. And you can do like I can just talk about from my experience. Oh, okay. no, I, and, thought, I and, thought you meant it was a legal thing. Like no, legal. no I'm just saying like I can't because I know Ryan Cameron. Yeah, if you got the relationships, yeah, and you are comfortable enough to put that in there. Yeah. I can't. I can't guarantee. I, I can like I can literally guarantee. You want to interview Derek Bozeman tomorrow? I can make it happen. Mm. Literally tomorrow. <laughs> like that's guaranteed. But with Ryan, I got. I know it's producer. I can text Ryan. I call Ryan if it's a line with what he t- want to talk about. He probably can squeeze it in somewhere, but you can't guarantee that shit. And my thing is whenever there's smoke, there's fire. So there's too many people saying shit about Karen right now. Too many. So when there's smoke, there's fire. But then two, whenever the service provider gives you a agreement that is in the gray, I feel like that gives them room to get you. Yeah, I mean that's the that's yeah yeah they, uh-uh. they, they get, get you how get you like bro I got you a WLK interview like I know but, but see, I know you want to be a rapper it, but basically it to do the bare minimum yeah, well, saying, yeah. it doesn't have to be malicious intent it's just saying that if I say I'm gonna get you a radio interview without that being specified which radio interview I didn't say Charlemagne it doesn't well, well here's no the issue here's the issue it's one is like, it's, it's it's Jonah's fault too Jonah Lucas fault too absolutely his fault because he signed it I think, but, I think it all I think but, this McCarran Civil all falls on like his. 90 95% but, of but, his joiner's fault but why it's not is because you build a brand that people trust you like you want to be trusted as the person that well, makes well, shit happen well, and my thing is based off what she shows us She's not about to get me on Derek Bozeman. She about to get me on the Breakfast Club. She about to get me on all of this extra but, shit. Well, let me put some facts in here because Joyner did say, cause I listened to a lot of that thing. Joyner did say that what convinced him to give Karen the money was another rapper named Sky Zoo. He's an underground rapper from Cali. <clears throat> and he said Sky Zoo was vouching, vouching, vouching because that's who got his shit popping. So. And Freddie Gibbs, shout she out hit Freddie him with Gibbs. the pee in the pod well, trick. Well, Freddie Gibbs, said <laughs> man, the same you can thing. win money too. No, but think about her well, resume. Fred, but yeah, I say Freddie Gibbs said the same thing. Freddie Gibbs said, "Look, I work with Karen, and she ain't do me like that. But maybe because I'm a real nigga, she know I don't play." But <laughs> she said, "He, he said it. she." So and, it's it's you know I think her resume does speak for itself. I think people do bad business dealings sometimes, and you know this was just a bad deal but I feel like that fell on joining like if you don't that contract shit what is you real. say Q these niggas don't know what nah, you that's say real talk, man. these so, niggas don't know truth be told listening to agree with me and, and <laughs> seeing how she is she's everywhere so if yeah. she does something if she is a lady that feels that she can provide a service for people what they're, they're people are not gonna look at what she can provide people are gonna look at what she did for herself first Truth be told, that's your best resume because that ended up happening for me. A lot of people, I didn't have to reach out to none of these clients I had over the years. Everybody reached out to me because they saw where I was, what I can do for myself. So they wanted me to put them where I was. Right. That's why I come. But communication, like effective communication, people need to do their research and people need to come with specifics. Like we were talking about as far as the radio interviews. How many interviews am I going to be guaranteed per month? What outlet in the beginning can you guarantee that I'll become, you know, that I'll be a part of if I sign this agreement and give you this money? So on her end, it's her fault because you have a reputation. 
And if you out here charging people this kind of money, like they said, to what much is given, much is required, <clears throat> shit like that, bitch. If I give you sixty thousand dollars, you got a lot that you got to do for me. What? And can you can you answer something that for me? Yes. How does PR work? Mm. When you hire a PR agency, what are you hiring? Because to me, it's one of the most elusive expenses. Maybe it worked, maybe it don't work. Like, like what is PR? Truth. I'm scared because I want to hire a PR person, but I'd be scared. To me and my experience being on both ends of it, because I've had to hire PRs for some of the projects um, that I've been a part of, and I've been the person that's been hired. Um, it's, It's the work, pretty much, and the relationships. And trying to get a brand that maybe people know, maybe people don't know in the face of people that are going to support it and allow it to grow. Um, So, I mean, in short, that's pretty much what it is. So, like a PR, the radio interviews, magazines, all of that. As a PR specialist, you just got to have a relationship with these writers, relationship with these DJs. And you just shooting texts like, yo, I got somebody. How do, how do, when they take the money, is it all for them or do they got to take the money and pay other well, magazines? Cause I want to know what the 60K, was that just all her fee or is she paying? Depending on the type of relationships you have. Sometimes you may get some people and all they want is the interviews that you're, or the clients that you're willing to bring their way. So they don't charge you anything. I mean, people shouldn't really be paying for you know, I guess these relationships, but you know, truth be told, some people do, but it's your expertise, your time and your network really that you're paying for. Nah, cause I've, I've had somebody literally pay me like, nigga, I paid you to do this, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> look, literally, bro. You know hey, what look, what hey, look, hey, look, were you satisfied? That's why everybody but in I'm, Atlanta is trying to be a publicist see, or calls himself a publicist because everybody down here has, um, created a network of people. People got these connections and, and they I, feel like they can go straight to these people and charging these other people to make that happen. And Q, let me, let me get, let me get you some real shit because I do think you did a really good job. And the reason I came to you is because you have a network of something that you've built, maybe some skill sets that I might not have, maybe some timing that I might not have. But what you just said was super important. What I found out, you know, through that, uh, that, that transaction or through that, you know, that little time period or whatever is that it ain't going to matter who your connections are. If they ain't my connections, it ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? So it I still got to do the groundwork and do more work to put my name out there, put my face out there and then follow up with these people and stuff like that. You might be able to get me in the door, but what I say when I get in that door is what really is going to take me to the next level. And that's one of the things, that honestly, that a lot up. of people do when they sign these contracts with these publicists. They stop doing the work. Exactly. They automatically think, all right, I've signed with you. So now everything that I want, you're going to do. But at the end of the day, this is your career. This is your passion. So if you not doing what you got to do, then it makes it harder for me to do what I got to do. If people see that you're out here doing the work and, you know, giving me something to go with, Mm -hmm. then they'll want to fuck with you. If not, then you're making my job a whole lot easier. I am not you. 
I am not passionate as passionate about your craft, your skill, your goal as you are. So if you're not giving me nothing to go with, then I won't work with you. What's the ideal brand, a new brand? What's the ideal characteristics of a brand? That's a dream client for like a PR person. Like, oh, I can make this pop. I can get this in front of motherfuckers. Like, Truth what do they want to see? Yeah. The first one's going to be a budget. Okay. Is, is all about the money. And it's not about. Sister you K paying me. <laughs> no, what's the what's the minimum budget? Yeah, it's, not, it's not about you paying me as far as the budget goes, but it's what have you invested in yourself? What have you invested in your website, in your graphics, in your photography, and all of that other stuff? If you've gone, no, 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 keep going, I'm, I'm just letting you know, I'm letting Elgin know that question next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you believe in your brand enough to put re- not necessarily money, but resources behind it. Then it shows me something about the person that I'm working with. If you're the type of person that all you got is conversation, you don't know what you want to do or how you want to do it. You just know you want to do it. Then that makes my job a lot harder. And that's going to make our relationship a lot tougher because I'm guiding you based off of my expertise to get you to somewhere that you didn't even know that you wanted to go to. So you need to know what you want. You need to know what your brand is. You need to know what you want people to get receive and see from the person or the brand that you're putting out there so, so, let me, so let me start hitting that thing too <laughs> but let me ask you this so based on what you were saying who in that budget cause you said it depends on the budget in that budget what get paid out to who like where are you paying it to because in the in the clubhouse room karen also said in whack too white 100 was backing her up like look me and karen don't get along but i can vouch and say when you paid that 60k she probably only took home ten to twelve of it as far as her pocket. She the took rest, twenty. The rest, maybe even twenty, but the rest went out to do what you needed to do. So like, are, so is it like, pay, is it payola? Is that what's going on too? Like how? Like are you are you just greasing palms with this? Like is that's basically what I'm paying for? Is it- I mean, in a situation like that, I would probably have to assume because if you're a high profile lady and you've worked with high profile people. Chances are your relationships are only with high profile people. So everybody want to get a little, get a little piece of the pie. So yeah, she probably is greasing. Let me find out. She just buying like tickets. But her brand, events. you know, she still got to keep her brand up to par. So she's probably paying for the website developers and the graphic designers okay. and clothes. And she's looking good so that she can appeal Everybody. to yeah. that next person she's about to get $55,000 from. And that's, it's, I mean, for real, like I, we alluded to it earlier, but I did do a little bit of work with her in the past, and that's what it is. She makes money off her image. How much did she charge you? No, he charged I, her. I charged her. You charged Karen? Yeah. Did she well, charge Karen? Her, her manager. So I, I did some videography for one of her. Oh, oh. Yeah. She didn't pay? No. Oh, oh, shit. Justin. Oh, Karen, pay my nigga. Pay my nigga. Pay my nigga. What I need the fuck? that check. <laughs> Karen, How long see. ago was it? The statute of limitations. Nah, it was about, uh, it was about four years ago. The name of this episode, Karen O. Mark II. <laughs> 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 Wait, no, but, uh, I mean, if she paying out three million dollars suits, I mean, no, I mean, she got, she, no. she, and, and so, and this is what I was going to say. I think there's like two things going on here, right? Because I think one part is the gig is the gig. So I think okay. that part of you having to be a socialite and go out, like we, we all see this, like the reason why me and Elder work well together, cause I don't like going out. I don't like talking to a lot of different people and shit, right? I probably would have never met you. 
if it wouldn't be for Eldridge bringing you here or because prior guest. I'm not going to see you at an event. Exactly. You, like, but when Eldridge does it, we also understand he has to do it. He needs to do it. So ain't nobody tripping him when he comes and sit down, talk, pod, leave, go to the club while I'm editing because I know this podcast will come out and you're going to meet a hundred people in this club tonight that's going to listen to this podcast in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's part of it, yeah, so I think part of it is the gig is the gig. That's what Karen has to do. I'm not knocking her for that. On the other end, and we've been in Atlanta and we've all seen it. Some people just do bad business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but the thing is, she ain't doing bad business for everybody. And now. nobody ever what, does. What, what, what I, I don't think like, where the inconsistency As entrepreneurs, from, as entrepreneurs, we can all be real right now. We all have one or two, maybe three clients. That ain't gonna talk good about your name. Yeah. Because the experience wasn't it. Right. Whether it was right or wrong, whether you were technically right, that customer felt wronged. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've all had that. I got a few. I have put out money because I, I hate that. You know what I'm saying? I've gave back money for services that I've done because I hate that fe- feeling. Mm-hmm. I hate that vibe. And yeah. yeah, and I got some that's still out there. I mean, I got you when I come up. And you know? every person is I got not meant to work with the other person. So, fact. I mean, what are you going to do to kind of weed those people out? So you as a publicist or as somebody that's out here um, creating opportunities for other people, you should have questions for these people just like they have questions for you. You need to interview them just as well as they want to interview you before they give That's you their money. That's a fact. And KC probably was just trying to grab a bag. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you're right. They should be some vet. <laughs> Who's KC? Because truth Karen be said. told, I mean, on, if this is if this is your on, industry, you know, he knows what you do. Hey, look, no, I've been a fan of Karen Civil for a long. No, I, I, I read a lot. I, I followed a lot of what Karen Civil. Like I've been be a real. fan just... of Shardy for a while. She's just as dope. <laughs> <laughs> That was the fastest time that anybody's been on the podcast. Rest in peace. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even get to say. I'm sorry, man. Like, hey, hey, bro, my house grown. ain't nasty, We're bro. Still grown. We're still grown. They don't know. They don't know. Cut it out. This is Georgia, bro. This it ain't even a. Road. That's a water bug. It's a water bug, bro. Yeah, nah, that's, that's, they, that's the excuse. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, it ain't roaches. But no, Karen Civil. I, I I fought with Karen Civil what she did. Like for me. All this does is show me like what Elder says. You have a couple of bad clients because you sure. have some clients that are good. We've heard what Cameron said before. We've heard other people. Nip, I Lil th- Wayne. Yeah, and, and see the thing about the Nip situation is I don't like speaking on anybody who ain't here who can't mm. speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with the family because I also know when things like that happen, yeah. the family's going through their own thing too. For so sure. I'm not. But 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 I, Nip but to Nip his credit. Up, he, but Nip's to his credit, they even got uh civil my block or something yeah, like yeah. that, and he gave her a lot. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying he 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 fucked with her and everything. So I'm like. Checking that as a good one. The stuff that's going on right. with her and the family and stuff, I don't know. I'm not going to speak right, on right, that. Right. But everybody else who worked with her, they said she does good work. I just feel like Jordan Lucas didn't read his contract right. I feel like, yeah, she got some bad relationships out here. I also don't take it lightly that she's a woman, a good-looking mm-hmm. woman, and working with men. 
and men be in their feelings. So sometimes it's like I was trying to fuck with you and fuck with you, but you ain't fucking with me. So now I feel real. So I was trying to fuck with you and fuck with you, you but surprised. you ain't fuck with me. You, fuck you weren't surprised <laughs> how many people it was though. Nah, hell it was not. a lot of people. It went, it went, that, it went, the floodgates is, is open. Yeah. Well, well, I also feel like I feel one or two ways about that when the floodgates open. Floodgates is a combination of everybody telling the truth. A lot of niggas lying. <laughs> like, I mean, it can be, I've seen it on both ends. Everybody's telling the truth, but just because, like, with the Jesse Wu situation, yeah, she came out, but you already won that case and paying you back. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like got, I got, I got somebody gonna come out and say all the old shit. Like, hey, that's just but I already gasoline. handled it. That's yeah. just gasoline. Yeah, you to make the fire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got some, cause you gotta realize, it's some people that done really got settled, but they still in their feelings about it. So they like bring that shit back up. They like shit. Fuck that bitch too. Yeah, yeah. I'm bring- that's Meek Mill. That's Joiner. I mean, because I mean, uh, these these situations are old. Now the Jason Lee one. Now that now was, that was spicy. Now that was I ain't interesting. The Jason Lee one. Okay, are you, are you familiar with the Jason about Lee? One? I heard a little bit of the Jason Lee one recently. So I'll set it up. <clears throat> Jason Lee is a uh, media personality. He has blogger. a radio station. Uh, he's on a radio station. He's a you know blogger. Um, you know, um, homosexual man. He just is one of those guys that's been out in the industry for a long time. He put out an article that was against Karen Civil, right? He was on Love and Hip Hop too. And he was on Love and Hip Hop too. But he put out an article that wasn't, that didn't really show Karen Civil in the best light. And I believe she asked for him to remove it first mm-hmm. and they didn't remove it. So Karen Civil pays a 20 year old hacker like 20 grand, promises him a rap 17. career. He was 17? He was 17. 17 year old, gave him 20 grand and said, I'm going to got another 20 for you after you finish. So I'm going to give you 40 in total and I'm going to give you a rap career. All I need you to do is hack his page and bring his shit down. And she should have did that. Trevor Trev would have did it for half. And she admitted to it now. And then now Jason Lee's also yeah. saying that since she's admitted to it, I'm taking every legal oh, action. Oh, you already know Jason Lee's going to get that paper out of it. And Jesse, we don't want Jason. Yeah, give me that. But it's like, dog, but for, but so now, not only are all these people talking shit about you, but now you admitted to doing something that foul. That's foul, bro. Like, that's foul. I tried to get some of my shit took down for. Everybody, but you didn't openly admit it to other people. I just yeah. did. You ain't put forty. Grand. <laughs> this man had millions of followers, bro. Come on, man. This that was foul, bro. He was like, "That's how I put food on my table. I mean, That's how I eat." Like, well, now that was stupid. I, I'm mad she admitted it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm because she, because she's just media adjacent. I'm just saying because because one thing I have seen about Karen. And like, even when the camera shit came out, Karen will get in front of a story. Mm-hmm. She will come out. She will speak her truth. She'll tell the truth and she'll go back and hide. And she'll, and she'll come out with some more dope shit. And she'll come out with some more dope oh, shit. Just, Louis v. So what does Joe Budden do in this moment? <laughs> That's what I've been waiting on. That's I want to know your moment. answer to that. What do you think he does? Because you know, I already said when he was going through some shit, she got real quiet on that nigga. But you also got to think about it. Can you speak up if you know you got shit out there too? And it was the topic. It was the woman like thing. How can Karen come out against the women? I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you know you got dirt too. Well, I, I'm just saying, I want to see how Joe handled it. Like, I don't know how he handled it because I asked you at the beginning of the pod. You said he's gonna save it because I said because Joe's know. not a, he's not Joe's not a PR. He's not a great PR navigator. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yeah, he is horrible PR. <laughs> like, he's not the person I would call to fix an issue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. So oh, you already know, you already know what uh, Joe gonna say. Same thing Elder say. <laughs> Cut the cameras on. <laughs> Hey, the mic on. Hey, live for the content, man. Now Patreon gonna be lit this week. Hey, I'm waiting on this shit, dog. So I don't know, but what you about to say though? You said you about to say it off camera. Like, could we had talked about it on my? I, I just don't know what you're gonna do. I, I mean, it's your show though. You gotta say something. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, cause they also said she scammed Joe, but I'm thinking, are they saying that Joe paid her for the pod and she's not gonna pod no more? Cause now that's what happened too. Cause Damn. we don't see the pod though. We've only seen, it's less than 10 episodes. They've been around for more than 10 weeks. I know they, they definitely, they definitely took a hiatus, but it was at the same time all that shit happened with, with the women. Joe. So I thought that it was a cool down period. Cause even mm. see the thing is kind of took a week off. Yeah. But the difference is Bridget Kelly really trying to get this paper. So she going to show up. Mm. Right. Karen, on the other hand, I she don't know. Like, she don't need it. And Ming Lee don't need it either. So they like, this is, I'm doing this shit for fun. You know what I'm saying? And I haven't seen them. And so that, that made me wonder were they even still signing it to the Joe Budden. And that's, and that's, I guess all of this really makes you just wonder, like, and, and, and to Q point, cause you're in this, right? You know, don't you, I feel like you have to be a little dirty to be in this game. It's a little dirt in this game. Just a, like, because of what Elger said, it's not the fact that you do it maliciously. It's like, it just happens. Like we've all, I, when I heard this, you no, know, Mark think, said that. Oh, Mark said it. When I heard this, it thought, I thought about the situation I was in when I was pied and all that bullshit happened, right? So if that person say some, cause other people have been wrong by that person to say some shit came out, right? First thing I would think of is, well, yeah, I could say, yeah, it was wrong. But the other part of it is like during that time and during that moment, the truth be told, I just wanted to get paid and get my cut. I didn't give a fuck what she was doing wrong or right. You know what I'm saying? It was, right. it was crazy and it was kind of wrong, but I, I'm just trying to get what I want to get out of the deal. Like, I'm just trying to get paid. I so. mean, they weren't wronging you. They were wronging them. Them. But so, so, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like this game is a little, like, is a little dirty. It's like, you're trying to do right. But when you try to do right, you do wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, no good deed goes unpunished. So. Like, that's how I feel like it is with Karen. And it's like. What you think, Q? Because cause he there. But my bad to cut yeah. you off. No, nah, no. Nah, I want him to talk. Because I'm thinking about it okay, right now. Okay. And he want to say it the right way. Yeah, politically. PR. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, you right here, bro. PR. I just want to know what you think about it. Nah, I mean, I mean, just, I think niggas also get mad at your prices too when they found out. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I, buyer's remorse is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buyer's remorse I is real. I didn't even re- think about that. You're dead ass right. Like, I'm gonna be real. So promise of me and Marv were talking on mic. <laughs> Uh, Rick Ross just did the boss up conference. He, oh shit! It already happened. Yeah, so he brought niggas, brought niggas to his house. Twenty five k. Twenty five k. I remember we brought you talking about it. Twenty five k. So let me tell you what you get for twenty five k. Oh, was it twenty five k or twenty five hundred? No, twenty five k. So he, he he originally while you looking up, he originally said ten k, and I was like, oh, I, that's that's worth ten k. And then yeah, I thought it was kind of re not reasonable like we could really do, but right. not bad, not crazy. It? Like but next I said a, year we could uh, do. It. But I mean, the twenty doing giving you um stock and wing stop. That's what I'm trying take. to say. That's what I'm talking about. Like Nick, when when you heard the list, I was like, oh, that ain't worth twenty five. Like it's worth ten to be in them rooms, network to to have whatever they're gonna do. They meet four times a but year. This or something. is Atlanta. 
You can get that for free. Well, look, so and, and Ross and them though, it's a little different though, bro. Like, how many people done been to his house? A lot, like, but who talking to free? him? Who's talking to him on a like a lot, a lot monthly like, basis? He, he be at the shit. Okay. So look, all right. So this is what he get. He did the boss up conference. <clears throat> Network, net worth, strategy, and motivation. Buzzwords. <laughs> That's what's on the website. With him in a skinny suit. For twenty five thousand, my nigga gave you one custom boss up membership blazer. Damn. Okay. Somebody do a calculator. I need somebody put a calculator up. Somebody put a calculator. What what we think this blazer going for? Man, if it's a custom tailored blazer, let's just say a custom minimum custom suit fifteen hundred. And it's only a bla- it's only a blazer though. So, yeah, it's not so a he didn't say a custom tailored blazer. He said a custom blazer. Right, yeah, it's not tailored. Yeah. That means that he yourself. got a nigga to embroider it. Yep. And he got that shit from DNK. And he got three. <laughs> he got three sizes. <laughs> Small well, niggas that pay twenty five k gonna fight us, bro. <laughs> I know about a few that's on my timeline. Uh, so let's call no, it what fifteen hundred. No, nah, we gonna say that shit five hundred. I was gonna say ninety nine, ninety nine. <laughs> we gonna say five hundred. <laughs> we gonna say five hundred. Give him five hundred. Um, one access pass for the conference. I mean, I need that. <laughs> I mean, I need. So, so if he was just selling his conference tickets, the invest fest just happened. That was a thousand dollars. So let's call it a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. That is real, Ross. So you got your twenty five. Yeah, twenty five hundred. Twenty five. Right, we'll give him twenty five hundred. Uh, a dis. This was funny to me. That's my shit, Keith. A display booth inside the house. So. <laughs> Damn. Think Damn. about it now. A vendor table. A vendor table. <laughs> 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 you read that shit quick ahead. Hold on, vendor table. Now, make that shit do sound they fancy. provide the table, or you got to bring your arm? Right. That's a good right. question. Hey, look, I hope, I hope, I hope they provided it. Let's I used to, used to add no twenty five thousand. It better not be one of so, them. So, so exactly. Inch. So, how much oh. am I paying to get my vendor table in? I got to bring. Well, so, here's the issue because this is they're selling this as an intimate thing. So, I don't think more than. 20 niggas was here. So it's gonna be like a science 50 fair. niggas. Yeah, it's, it's, cause look, <laughs> everybody here <laughs> just spent 25k. Ain't nobody about Ain't to buy my shirt, bro. Ain't your damn <laughs> candle line, bro. No, nigga. I'm here look, for Russ. Look, look, Mark will be in there candles now 10,000. A piece. A piece, nigga. I'm gonna be in that Nipsey fuck, Hussle shirt. Fuck with me. So let's, right. let's call that 750. A regular vendor table is like hundred dollars. Nah, nah, I'm talking about but a real conference though. Come on, Village Market. Village Market be a thousand dollars. It's gonna be about seven fifty to a thousand. Yeah, Village Market be like a thousand dollars. Give it a thousand. So we call it. Let's get fifteen hundred because it's Rick Ross. We got to put the Rick Ross tax on everything. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna tell y'all where we at in a second. So, bluntly, like we're nowhere near our budget. Exactly where we at. All right, all right. Boom. One access pass to assist. The display booth. <laughs> so go ahead, put another. Uh, hold up, hold up. What? You, oh, oh, you get so the, you get the partner can come, come in, but now I get to come. Yeah, your, partner. Get to your partner can come and work. <laughs> so, it's two, so it's two people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So your assistant get to come. Everybody so got this. How much we say the tickets was? Fifteen hundred. Then we said twenty five. Oh, we did say twenty five. Yeah, so yeah. Let, let's call that one then. 
1500 for the second. Because you ain't going to get to go everywhere. You exactly. just get to work the booth. Let's call that 1500 <laughs> And nigga don't get to go into the private nigga, session. Hold on, nigga. What your past say? Assistant? Nah, nigga. Yeah, nah, exactly. you, you ain't no boss. No conversations with Ross. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to skip this one. I want a promotional. Oh, what's the next one? I'm, I want to skip that one for last. Okay. <laughs> a promotional video. 10 to 15 seconds with Rick Ross. So that's you holding your phone. And that's $5,000. Yeah, that's a couple, yeah, that's a couple of dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's five. I'll give you 5K for that. All right. Now, do I, do now, I need to bring now, my own guy? Now look. Did he, did he get to do if, it? Like, nah, because you get look, one access if, fast. Look, if Rick Ross, if Rick Ross is posting it, I put some more on it, but yeah, I know he ain't posting yeah, it though. Exactly. He ain't posting it, so he's gonna yeah, let he you just consider posting it. I don't, <clears> yeah. But I can run ads on it, so that's why we're gonna say five. That's 5K. I get a new 5K. Okay. All right. Um, boom. This is shit is funny. How the fuck we get him? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is my favorite one right here. Photograph opportunities with Rick Ross and his friends throughout the conference. I'm putting zero dollars against that one, bro. I'm look, putting zero dollars. That's, that's them pictures where you tell your homeboy that came in on a fifteen hundred dollar ticket, "Hey, just take some candies." Exactly. I'm just about to take go some walk candy. up. I'm about to dap him up. <laughs> tell him how much I like him. Hey, look and look. Insert rap lyric here. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, well, that and then like whoever else is there too, right? So it's like the whole con- basically it's a media pack, right? Okay. But it's free because once again, them pool parties be free. Yeah. And niggas be in that bitch all the time taking whatever pictures. So, I mean, can we put a value on that? What would you say? Priceless. <laughs> this nigga dang, there. Dang, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Check this out. My boy said a personalized signed book by Neil and Ross. Okay. So the book is going right now. 20, 20, bucks, 20 bucks. Well, it's $27.99. So that's $150. But it's on sale at Target for $20. That's right? $150. Nah, that ain't one. So sign like $75. I sign book $100. $100. I would get like, like a nigga like Keith, I know he like books. If I can get, I would pay a nigga $100. Hey, sign yeah. it for my Cause book. He, Cause he's gonna be there signing and he's gonna write your name in it. It's not like when you. Like, it's a personal. I got a sign book from Charlemagne, but yeah. it wasn't personal. Like, he just signed it. And so. what's funny is I got me and. Till both got Karen Civil personalized sign. <laughs> That's the funny Dang. part about that. Dang. Dang. But, but $100 is a good value. I'll buy for $100. $100 is a good value. Right. I, see, yeah, right. I see that. I see that. All right. Um, where are we at now? Now, this is the value right here. Rick Ross personal Rolodex of business contacts. 10000 You think so? Now look, now Q, now Q, what do you think that's because this is my beef? He I ain't like, giving you everybody. Yeah, what I'm he, saying. He gonna give he you the you. he gonna give you the lawyer that he done used to write a contract before. He it might not be his you. lawyer. He gonna, he gonna give, you. give you the accountant. He gonna give you a design, a photographer. I think he gonna give you the services. I don't think he gonna give you the Swiss twenty five. Right, like the CEO of uh uh um. You ain't gonna Wingstop. Like right. he not about to pull that out. No. I think he, I think he gonna give you like, these are people that, for you to make it in the business game, these are people you want. Like, the real question is, cause we actually have two people here on stage, right here, that have contacts, right? Mm. And you have some contacts that you would let go. Go down to so, the bottom of your iPhone. How many numbers in your phone? Like, you know, you go to contact, like, go down, scroll all the way to the bottom and tell you how many contacts you got at the bottom. That, that's good. Cause how many you got at the bottom? Cause that, give me the percentage out of that number. What percent? I have 
In the bottom of the thing, I have 4,166 numbers in Okay, my phone. so what percentage of that would you just let go that you don't mind sharing with people and those people don't mind being shared? <laughs> hey, look at the very bottom. It's I've deleted a lot, so I'm at 2,500. Well, 2,459. So still, what percentage, though, out of those contests would you allow? Well, all of these ain't business roller decks. That's so, what I'm about to say, too. So, like, what, all right, so what are some of the numbers that you would not give a random-ass nigga that pays you 25 You see, that's the other thing, too. These are random people <laughs> that just got the number, so this person has to also be okay. I ain't going to lie. Like, y'all niggas going to get... Hey, you need the hottest podcast producer in the game. Right. Hey, good. Yeah, actually, you won't because I ain't going to answer the phone. Like, that'd be now part look, of the that, look, that goes back to the operating in the gray. I ain't say these people would pick up the that phone. That's what I'm saying. And you got to be persistent. Is it guaranteed that it's the right number? It's the, is it the right yeah. number? But Or if it's my lawyer, he going to charge you $10,000 to talk to him. He, you can't just go talk to these so people. But Master Peter already showed us that. that. You, better, you better pay that 10K. I don't think that that's worth a lot, personally. I think it would be worth that. See, I think, it's, I think it's to the person who you is. If you're a nigga like me, I want that contact well, do you? Do you? Are y'all familiar with... Remember with David Anderson, the business bully, the uh, black dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see how he does it? Yeah. Like, he'll talk to you, but it's only for 30 seconds to sign up for the consultation. It's going to be $300. So, like, those people might be the same. What you got? Man. Yeah. <laughs> what you got? Like, he's, cool. he's real cut and dry. What's your business? What you got? What do you need help with? And if you can't answer those questions, well, sign up for this course is going to help you answer those questions. That's 500 But if you know what you need, that's 300 But it's still only 30 minutes because I'm trying to sell you on a $15,000. So, so I wonder if these people are the same. All right, Q, Q, put a price on it. How much for the contest? Even if it's just the business, the accountant, the lawyer, how much? Mm, now thinking that people are probably gonna charge you, I'm definitely going back down from that original ten thousand. Yeah, ten to. I'm probably gonna go with a thousand. A thousand between a thousand and twenty five hundred. Dog, I think that's fair. Right, let me settle at three. I think that's no. I think a thousand is fair, bro. It's just a fit. I wish I knew how many. See, this is a Karen Civil proposal. Yeah, it's great. Like, I need it's to know great. how many cuts. But you gotta understand that even with you, bro, like, I got your number from Ross. I can say that in an immediate five minute conversation. But it's like, nigga, if I don't know you, how are you gonna keep my attention? Yeah, bro? like, is Ross prepping these niggas? Yes. Like, hey, bro, I gave these young niggas, oh, bro, they, they paid 25,000. Nah. That mean they hungry. <laughs> Pick up the phone, bro. <laughs> like, if if we can sit down and it could be a round table, we can all have con- candid conversations. We can shake hands and stuff like that. I'm paying a lot more for than just their number. I don't need their number. I want to have like a real experience. All right, so check conversation this out. and talk to them. This is where I get to it. So let's call it fifteen hundred for those contacts. All right, all right. <clears throat> this is where it gets busy. Quarterly Zoom calls. With Rick Ross for one year. I like that. That's a fancy way of saying four calls. Four calls. I like that. I like that. How does it say how long? Now look, check this out. Discussion on future picture of discussion on future business ideas, growth, networking, collaboration opportunities, open dialogue, Q and A, and much more. Well, that's it, right? I like that, bro. That's the value. Hey man, the first the first Q and A I'm gonna say is, bro, these contacts you gave me ain't work. (laughs) (laughs) How how do I make these phone work? How do I make these numbers work, bro? But let me be, bro. Look, so look, but now that I know that, is that the last thing? Uh, and then last thing, 
the boss up membership also includes one guest pass for the welcome mixer on Saturday. Uh, yeah, that's last night. So, so another thousand. So, so that, that so that quarter, so that okay, that's a ticket for a party. Yeah. So that four calls with Ross a year, mm-hmm. I will bump the contact list up to about twenty five, three thousand. Because now I'm assuming Rick gave you some decent contacts because you're gonna holler at his ass. And he know you gonna follow up yeah. in those conversations. So I feel like, yeah, because so, but you can still rebut and be like, well, I, so this conference, well, bro, I gotta talk to you four times because this, like, you gonna blow me off four times, my nigga. Nah, this conference was three days with fifty plus moguls. Some of the moguls included P Diddy, DJ Khaled, Coach K, L.A. Reed, Snoop Dogg, Master P, James Lindsay. Shannon Sharp, I'm coming for my nigga alone. All right, bro. I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of starting Skip. to see Come the value. On, I'm kind of starting to see the value. Come on, Skip. So, <laughs> you said you like that Come nigga. Come on, Skip. <laughs> hey, but look. I'm starting to, and look, to see it. Now, you know, 25K, this ain't no 200 people conference. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, 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 nah. This ain't no 200 people conference. You, how many people were there? Cause that's, that's the I last. Think 20. Was so it you got 50 no, moguls. No, I, I think it's a le- like what I was guessing. to 100. How many niggas in Atlanta really about to drop? I can be real. No, no, we're not just Atlanta. But they not coming what, from, what, I mean, they come from, from everywhere. Atlanta, yeah. But Southeast. I'm just saying, I don't have a 20 fake, 25k bag to drop right now mm-hmm. on that. If I did, like me and Mark, the question was with Mark, I said, I said, if you had 50k in your account, would you do it? Like, what amount got to be in I your account no. for you to drop? And 25K. I told you, my number was 200. He I said, said he would have to have 200K sitting in his count yep. to drop. So you'll drop a quarter of what you have. No, 200. I would drop less than a quarter. I would drop an eighth. Eighth. Because the the reason why I said that is because, you know. I thought you said the ticket 25K. Yeah. yeah but I got 200. Oh, okay. yeah, 200. Yeah. But so I would do That's that. not bad. Be, I would do that because you're not directly making money off of that. If I got 50K, I'm spending 25K to make me more money. I'm not spending 25K on something that I'm just going to learn or do me. T- All right. So then hold on. Like, so then Mark, are you eating? A dinner with Jay Z, or you taking a five hundred k? Nigga, five hundred k, bro. What you mean, <laughs> dog? I, 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 no, I that nigga, that, that nigga from Ohio, bro. You eating with Bow Wow or fifty dollar gift card? Fifty dollar gift card. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, but uh, that's that, that's not about right. That's not about right. Twenty five. I'm not mad at that. So the number that we got up to before the four calls, we was at. <laughs> what do y'all think we was at? Matter of fact, <laughs> like seventeen. Seventeen. No, alright. What's low? How much of the four calls? We didn't put that in there. Yet. We didn't put that in there. Yeah, so I said pre pre four calls. Yeah, that's 13, a good number. That's about twelve thirteen. Yeah, I'm thinking about twelve. You said twelve thirteen. Twelve. Yeah, we say. Yeah, right. Because you said seventeen, you was wrong. I was like, nah, bro, way too much. I'm at twelve six. Yeah. So I'm at 12 six with And Ross got to eat for his time. That's cool. And I think the the cause <laughs> might be worth around 10. So basically. 8 based, to 10. I think that's a, that's fair. So based on our bullshit philosophy math, um, this is a good deal. This is actually not a bad deal. Let me break it down. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Because half, because the other half is your time with Rick Ross four times a year. Meeting the people. So and you there for three days. And he getting profit. Because I've heard him say that. Like, man, you, you said it, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> and we're back. Um, get that Patreon. Get that Patreon. But yeah, man. Um, I'll just say this. If you're doing business, this is, this is how I want to wrap the whole. Well, before you wrap, because I just want to say one thing before you wrap, too, because this is a message to our fans. Uh-huh. I think this is also <clears throat> an opportunity to let people know, you know, what we're trying to build is like a grassroots thing, too, right? And I think about Kev on stage. 
Kev on stage could have went that route and sold out a little bit and got on Netflix, did certain deals, but he let the people feed him. He's providing <coughs> content for the people. Right. The people are feeding him back and he's able to provide. So it's like, yeah, Karen Silva's doing all these deals and you hear all that shit going on, but that's also a little bit of fake and fluff trying to leverage deals and leverage people. We have people right now listening. You know what I'm saying? People can listen. People can sign up for the Patreon. So you don't have to worry about, you know, integrity and all that being compromised. Like, you know, right. people should be supporting what they like in content because that way these fake people won't be able to prosper. You know what I'm saying? So it's true. It's true. Fuck with the, uh, pod, uh, just a whole movement of pods. More on the way. Um, but. I want to go to you, brother. First of all, you've been great. You've been great. We need to work as y'all. We need to work some more together. I'm for it. Um, uh, I need some PR. Uh, <laughs> how many, how many, uh, <laughs> interviews you can get me? <laughs> we'll talk offline. Uh, <clears throat> but nah, man, just tell the people what you got going on. What do you want people to know as we wrap out? Because I, I mean, I know we had time already, but. What you want people to know what you're doing, man? Well, How can we right now, you? um, one of the main, well, some of the main things that I'm working on, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, T Maria and I, we have our show every other week. Um, in addition to that, still creating content for the quintessential gentleman. Nice. Um, we have quite a few, like, tell people what that is for yeah, that. I don't know. The quintessential gentleman is a publication dedicated to black men. Come on. Um, the majority of our staff is black men. It was something that my friend came to me and was like, look, we need to be the ones in charge of the way the world sees us. Because, you know, the the images that were being portrayed on the news at the time was everything negative about black men. So it's all positive press straight from whoever these people are, you know, straight from the horse's mouth. Um, so, yeah, we've interviewed so many amazing people over the past six years and we are not slowing down at all we have an amazing group of people and you know we're just gonna keep going but we need continued support that's the only way that anybody out here whether it's podcasters um whether it's magazines blogs whatever it is that's how we will survive is through the support of our people so yeah that's what's up Um, support my boy also, the BLK Lunch and Learn, which used to be the Atlanta, the ATL Lunch and Learn for like five years. Um, we are going into our seventh year now. Um, it is a virtual panel for the moment. Um, and I feature different people throughout different industries, whether it's entertainment, education, business, whatever. Um, and they sit on a panel and they have conversations about their experiences. <coughs> Where And other people can kind of chime in, get that information, and connect with these people. That was the one thing that I definitely miss about doing them in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opportunity for people to connect. You can bring me back, man. I got a lot more to say now. Oh, yeah. You are all – you are, like, in one of my top fives as far as that goes. So definitely be looking out for an invite. Um So, yeah, with the BLK Lunch and Learn, the quintessential gentleman uh, – Live with T. Marie and Q. And then I do food blogging on the side because I like to eat a little bit. So foodies, what's up? What's you up? Know, I'm still hitting these events and networking with the people. All right. If I, oh, food, and, and, if I want to impress I a foodie. You said what? If I got a shout out, I want to impress foodie restaurant where I need to take her. 
Depend on your budget. What's your budget? You know, I'm lending and spending, not humming and bumming. Where and I'm you going? know what? We we love black owned restaurants. All right, so tell us where to go. So let's see. What, what are we looking for? You know, it ain't been out in a while, but damn, I can get you a chef. Hey, I need I need some. Sh- hey, look, my you boy be doing some events before you give you that. Hey, your shit be looking experience. nice, boy. And we're back. <laughs> You know my girl, listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, she do. She do. Uh, but nah, bro. Uh, can we give a round of applause to my brother, man, Q? Thank you, sir. Uh, we've been rocking way before I had locks, but definitely know, uh, it's probably about 10 years now, man. Yeah, 2011, 2012, something like that. Yeah, so yeah. appreciate you for always just being embracing. And, you know, I'm trying to, Get back on the scene. So send me some more events. Oh, I got you. I got a couple in my uh, inbox now. Yeah, like keep me on deck. Slide them over. Hey, y'all know my boy try to be on the scene. Mark, hit him with the shoe can, shoe can, shoe can. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, nah, 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 nah. Look, look, don't hit on. Take that up because um, I was on the uh, <laughs> swipe up, swipe up. So I'm on the, I'm on the uh. I can't remember what I was doing. I was cleaning up and I was on FaceTime and my friend, she was like, nah, she like, nah, nah, we only wear the classics. Take them back. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I ain't want, I ain't want to be that. I know my, I know my, I ain't want to be that. <laughs> you open the bro. door, you open the door. <laughs> hey, get him nah, I like the fact that you, 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 you brought in, you expanding, you getting into. Can I talk day. about how I got them though? Like, cause six rings though, bro. That's, that's. Hey, look. I feel like they're the only ones you can find, too, though. Six ring, but the six, they got that patent leather. Hey, so look. I was just like, literally, I had went to, shout out to Zoe. Uh, Zoe cleaned my other shoes. Like, Zoe, he the, Oh, yeah, he, shout out to Zoe. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah he the shoe cleaner. Yep. And I had to go out, man. I had a little, I had a little goddamn bike set up. And I couldn't find nothing. Like, let me be real, man. Pull the fucking clip, nigga. I don't be knowing. I just be in the store, like, give me Jordans. Give me, <laughs> this match my shirt. This match my shirt. I take this. I take this. First it was give me Nike. Like, give me Nike. And <laughs> Nike, dead Nike. So I just be in there literally. When I say y'all, I shop for shoes so fucking fast. I go in there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> then I be like, bro, all I'm saying, hit the group chat first, bro. We go, we go, we go hit you with the realness, bro. Hey, look, I don't fuck it. I, uh, look, give I me a sponsor. That. I appreciate <laughs> the evolution. <laughs> you growing, bro? You hey, growing? Say this to say, fuck that shit, man. I'm going back to Ross. Um, and look, <laughs> if you're doing business, man, you know, if you are doing business, please operate in the black and the white, not in the gray. Um, quantify all of your KPIs. Um, you should clearly say, I want X amount of this, X amount of that. So we are very clear at the end of the day, if this person did what they're supposed to do in this contract or they didn't do what they're supposed to do in this contract. And if you operate in that way, can't nobody get mad. So Jonah, uh, all these folk that's yelling at Shawty, get a harder contract. Uh, old girl, Karen Silver, you just need, have a bending, baby. This shit a bad look because you are a talented sister and you are a genius because you are behind a lot of great shit. But this shit ain't, this shit bad for your name. With that being said, man, um, 
We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elders podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Let's go. I expect you to be magnificent. Twenty-five, nigga. <laughs> it gets no better than this. May night.